0: O God, take frail human words and show us Jesus, your living word, amen. In two services held on consecutive days in April, 25 years ago, 74 women were ordained as priests right here. 25 years on, as we gather to mark this anniversary, a certain art installation has just arrived in the cathedral. It's tucked away, but I hope you'll be able to see it at some point during this evening. The piece is by artist Kate dordy In 2016, the UNHCR, that's the UN Refugee Agency, gave Dordi a tent from the Tsar Atari refugee camp in Jordan. It had been home to a family from Syria. The father of the family had written his name in biro over the front door, Abu Tiam. The tent has now been embellished with floral motifs created by internally displaced women in Syria. It's inscribed with the words of refugees, of aid workers, of diplomats, of medical staff and of soldiers who were involved in the refugee crisis and who amongst them represent 60 different countries. I find meaning in the way these two come together, our celebration of this anniversary and the arrival of the tent. Ideas of home, shelter and companionship are at the heart of my own understanding of the Christian faith and speak to me of our human longing to find home and shelter in the generous heart of God. The vulnerability and the transitory nature of the tent in that transept Sheltered as it will be for a time here in this vast and solid cathedral, I find truly moving. The gathered decorations, the appliqued words, a reminder of the community of shelter which we are called to be for one another. Gathering as we do to mark 25 years, We give thanks for the community of shelter that God has woven around and between us. We give thanks for the pioneer women whose determination to follow God's call has sheltered those of us who only more recently have begun to see what in God can be possible. We give thanks for the many other men and women, lay and ordained, who prayed, who believed, who hoped, who worked, and who continue to provide that radical companionship in the way of Ruth and Naomi. And we give thanks for those who take a different theological position, yet are able to draw on deep and gracious kindness as we work together, praying, thy, not my kingdom come. Our presence here this evening points to the prodigality of that kingdom. The absurd, excessive hospitality of God. The lavishness with which God's gifts are bestowed. The abundancy of the diversity of the people of God, made in God's image and drenched by the God who says, in those days, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men see visions. Yet, if our gathering points to the prodigality of the kingdom, the presence of the UNHCR tent among us as we gather, is perhaps a reminder that the kingdom is not yet fully come. In celebrating so many gifts and so many ministries brought to fruition, in the past and in the present, might we also be called to remember those whose potential, whose God-given callings are being lost right now to the church and to the world. Called Am I My Brother's Keeper? Dougherty's installation takes its title from that question posed so defensively by Cain to God. It's a question that still reverberates within and between us. Am I my brother's, my sister's keeper? It is a question being answered affirmatively in the lives and the ministries of lay and ordained men and women who give themselves day by day to God's coming kingdom, in sharing the good news of the love of Jesus through funeral visits, dementia cafes, in PCC meetings, as school governors, as artists, musicians, bankers, teachers, and we could go on. But the question still remains, am I my brother's, my sister's keeper? Because if we are, In this year of celebration, we would do well also to ask, where are my other brothers, my other sisters? Who is not here on this day of celebration? Who has not yet been included in the generous sheltering that God intends for them within Christ's church? Whose God-given gifts and heavenly calling is being dissipated by circumstance, indifference, or discrimination. 25 years on from those momentous days in 1994, as we give thanks for the courage and the sheltering of those who broke the ground, as many of us go about our gloriously everyday ministries, hashtag just a priest, As we turn towards the season of Pentecost again, what are we being called upon now to prophesy, to dream, to work for, that God's kingdom might come and all God's people might be free? With whom are we called to create a community of shelter in which each may abide and find their home in Jesus? At both services, on Saturday the 16th and Sunday the 17th of April, 1994, a hymn by June Boyce Tillman was sung, set to the tune of Londonderry air. I'd like to end with her words, because I think they invite us to a future even bigger than our past and all our imaginings. We shall go out with hope of resurrection. We shall go out from strength to strength go on. We shall go out and tell our stories boldly, tales of a love that will not let us go. We'll sing our songs of wrongs that can be righted. We'll dream our dream of hurts that can be healed. We'll weave a cloth of all the world united within the vision of a Christ who sets us free. We'll give a voice to those who have not spoken. We'll find the words for those whose lips are sealed. We'll make the tunes for those who sing no longer, vibrating love alive in every heart. We'll share our joy with those who are still weeping, raise hymns of strength for hearts that break in grief. We'll leap and dance the resurrection story, including all in circles of God's love. Amen, amen, amen.